0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Hello, Dee here with a very special bonus episode for you. It's a chat I had with actor, comedian, award-winning author, and that guy on TikTok, Kyle Prue. You might have come across him in your TikTok feed before, and if you have, you'll know exactly who he is. He's the how-to-piss-off-men guy.
0: Welcome back to Things You Can Say to Piss Off Men. Number one, you remind me of Andy from The Office. Andy is a dark reflection of who any man could become if given enough access to family money and perfect pitch. At Charlie Puth. Number two, is this your first time on a plane? This one works best if you're on a plane. Number three, you might feel differently about that when you're older. This is my favorite one because it does double damage against libertarians.
1: And if you haven't heard of him before, don't go anywhere, stick around. I think there's still a lot that you'll love about this chat. But basically, Kyle does all these TikToks that have, you know, millions of views. And they're all these different examples of things that you can say to piss off men. It's really funny. So, you know, it's no wonder that the series has just gone absolutely viral. But there is a deeper message that Kyle is trying to get across. And it's all about how we think about our gender and what makes things masculine and feminine and whether or not that should even matter. The chat that I have with him was actually so interesting. So I hope you enjoy it just as much I guess as I do. To start off with, by talking about how the piss off men series came about.
0: Yeah, so I remember my roommate Max and I were at a party in Los Feliz in LA, and um, it was this very bougie party. I don't know how we ended up at it. And um, we were talking about how it was really like hilarious back in the day. How when they wanted cartoon characters to sleep, they would go me 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 me, which is just a hilarious noise. And I remember we were talking to some guy, and sort of just off, off the bat, I was like, "Hey, you kind of like you kind of give me the vibe. Like I don't know if you get this a lot, but you kind of give me the vibes of a dude who like when he sleeps, he goes me 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 me, and this dude was livid." like furious in his bones. And so I, I came home, I, I real quick quick recorded, it's maybe like a seven second video where I was like, if you ever want to piss off a man, tell him he looks like when he sleeps, he he goes, me, 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 me. And it got like 2 million views and people were asking for more. And then, so that's when I started drawing up lists.
1: And one of them happens to you, right? Like someone said something to you once, and that kind of also helps the series move along, right?
0: Right. Well, thinking back on it, I had uh, recalled that once I, I had been I had been hanging out with a girl, and she told me that I looked like I couldn't beat a goose in a fight, and I was like, oh well. <laughs> you know, like my whole family is like, you know, martial arts family, like I, I used to box, like I, I feel like I could definitely be the goose. No matter what I said, she said, yeah, but it's a goose. And I couldn't figure out why this poked at some sort of inner primal piece of my being, but I was texting everybody I knew. And and eventually I did go to my friend who is sort of an avian expert uh, for for goose details. And uh, finally got the confirmation I needed that he thought I could beat a goose in a fight. But it eventually, I had to like stare into my mirror and ask myself, why do I care if I could beat a goose in a fight? It's an unlikely scenario. Why
1: are you getting so upset and angry? (laughs) You know, some of the ones, I'm just going to read a few of them here. So some of them on the list are like, you remind me of James Corden or-
0: (laughs) Is this your first time on a plane? This one works best if you're on a plane. You're such a Joe Rogan guy. This one does really well against people who like Joe Rogan and people who hate Joe Rogan. Call their stomach their tummy. Bonus, assume their tummy cannot handle dairy.
1: So how do you come up with some of them? And what's the whole point of, you know, is there a certain theme that you're going for here?
0: Well, show what this goose, this goose debacle forced me to uh, evaluate about myself was that I had on some level attached my understanding of being a man to physical prowess and the ability to defeat a goose was sort of the outlet for that. And so I think oftentimes the way in which this series is, is built is, is it's built around attacking a structure rather than a person. Um, You know, uh, a lot of people try and copy this series and they're like ways to gaslight men. And then they're like, tell him he's ugly and going bald. And <laughs> I don't recommend that simply because uh, sometimes men kill people. Uh, and um, so I've always like sort of in the same way that the the goose comment was deployed against me. I always think it's, it's safer to uh, pick apart an ideology that a man has decided to build his, his masculinity around. And then from there, Hopefully, this is this is the the pie in the sky dream, is that at a certain point, the man will go home and be like, why does this matter to me so much? So why does crypto make me a man? Well,
1: what, is, what are some of the ac- reactions that you do see from people like in real life? How angry are men getting when you say these things we'll to them?
0: Well, so this is something really interesting Is is anger is a secondary emotion. Anger never comes first. The first thing is always fear or like insecurity or, or hurt. And so when you attack this structure, you have maybe a millisecond in which you see in a man's eyes, like a moment of like free fall. And in that moment, you're just like locked in together. And then from then on, it's just a slowly rising, like uh, overflowing boilerplate. Um, I, I have seen people good-natured about it and handle it very well, and I have seen people handle it very poorly. A lot of women say that they use these as, like, tests on dates, and um, I support that I just because I think it's great to get a, a, a quick vibe check on how do people respond to hardship and adversity. And if they move right to anger, then sometimes that's a good thing to know.
1: A hundred percent. I saw a few people in the comments of some of your videos saying like, I've been with my partner for seven years and going to test some of these lines out. And I was like, oh, babes, maybe it's too far gone. Like, I don't know if you want to find that out about the person that you're like spending your life with.
0: Yeah. They're like, we just moved in together and it's time to see if he's mean.
1: Uh, Oh God, no, I couldn't do it. Um, so, you know, some of the ones that you do really highlight as uh, speaking of dating and relationships is like the shoe size or like the height stuff. That's a really huge thing on dating apps, you know. Six foot two. In case anyone was wondering, why do you think the height stuff is so triggering for men in particular? And 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 what kind of have you done with this? There was a really funny thing where you did the driver's license thing, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so I, I in real life am one, am and I have changed my license online to say I'm 5'10". So I go up to men who say they're six foot, and I'm like, well, you can't be six foot because I'm 5'10". And when they try to fight about me, I bust out this government documentation, and I'm like, yeah, they measured me while I was there. Did, did they not do that? Um, as you can probably intuit from what I've said so far, I'm the worst person to invite to a party if you like want it to go well. Um I mean I think I think height does not matter as much as people think it does but I do think the way that you feel about your height matters so much because you know like there are short kings out there who own it and it's it's cool as hell and they're compact and they can you know do flips and stuff and like you know that's that's awesome and then you know there there are dudes who are like 5'11 who will fight you if you say they're not (laughs) 6'2".
1: What's the reaction been? You tapped into a little bit of like, you know, using these in real life and, and getting a reaction that way, but what's been the reaction as a whole? Like, have people been pretty angry about the videos? Have people been really, like, excited and happy? And, yeah, what are people saying?
0: I think it's tapped into a very specific cultural zeitgeist. I think, in general, the reviews are positive because, you know, women watch it and like it and sometimes use it. And, and I have a lot of men who are like, oh yeah, number four would get me like uh, a lot of, I think people are sometimes sort of like testing themselves against it. And then there is a small percentage of people who, um, who w- uh, want me dead. Uh, and that's been so flattering um, because it's nice to be thought of. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I had a, uh, yeah, I had people trying to come to my house. My Instagram got hacked. A lot of people were calling me just another pick me. They're like, oh, this guy's just another pick me. And I had to clarify in this video, I was like, clearly I am not just another pick me. I'm so good at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm the uh,
0: king pick me. <laughs> I I am in the chief pick me. Um, I do get a fair amount of death threats. They, they post my stuff very often to uh, a Reddit called a, a TikTok cringe. Um, and like, yeah, people will like react to it. I am, I appreciate and cherish those reactions. Maybe even more than I do the uh, the positive ones.
1: So, okay, there's about like twelve, I think. You know, th- with the series, what have you learned through doing this series about what it means to be a man?
0: The big thing that I have learned is that um, if you have sort of tied your your conceptions of what manhood is to a particular societal structure and someone attacking that structure rather than you makes you feel very upset, very angry. That's a great way to know where to start. Uh, It's a great way to know like where to start unpacking. I, I have found about myself, sometimes I'll write one and I'll be like, ooh, that gets me. And then that's the moment in which I have to be like, why does that matter to me? And I think the moments in which you can overcome those things, you realize I am a man. I happen to be one. I exist as such. And no one can take that away from me by making fun of crypto or James Corden or uh, my Tesla. (laughs) I don't have a Tesla.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's such a like, it's, there's so much... Deeper meaning to this because, as a whole, it is kind of tapping into that conversation about gender. And a lot of the lines that you do use are wrapped up in maybe something that's considered more feminine. So, if it's something that you're getting angry about as a man, like, for example, oh, you're such a theater kid, or like, in the Joker 2, the Joker should be a woman, or do you need me to open that for you? Like, these are all things that are kind of wrapped up in maybe not being as, like, full masculine and strong, and yeah, so I think as a whole, it's kind of tapping into that idea that, like, maybe you should think about gender a bit more fluidly, right?
0: Absolutely, and and if you, as a man, if you're told something about you is feminine, I I happen to be a a pretty feminine guy, Um, if someone tells you that you know, something about you is feminine. I think when people used to say that about me when I was younger, it would really upset me. And you you have to take a moment to think to yourself, why is that a bad thing? There are so many uh, wonderful and incredible things about femininity. And um, to close yourself off to that entire spectrum is to deny yourself a very large part of being a human and of being alive. And I think um, a lot of men want to put the idea of masculinity in a box and then put the idea of femininity in a box and then they put masculinity on top of femininity and they say masculinity is better than femininity but i don't think they realized that by doing that they still put themselves in a box and if we all have to just be like locked in a box forever like it doesn't matter if your box is on top of another box you're still not going to be happy
1: <laughs> that is so true um i'm just sorry i'm laughing while talking to you because i'm reading the list that i have <laughs> right. Of some of the things that you've said and they just get me every time. I haven't used any of them, but they're just so good. Like the um, calling an NFT a nifty. Like just kills yeah. me, um. And the, the the like when someone has a wolf tattoo and team Jacob, eh? Like that just, yeah. It's just so funny. Um, Kyle, what's your hope for the future with this series? Like, what do you hope it kind of makes? You know, maybe if someone listening as well hasn't even seen your TikToks, but is listening right now to the conversation we're having. Like, what's your hope for the future when it comes to things like toxic masculinity, gender, dating, relationships, love? I. F-
0: would love it if especially around the cultural conversation that the series has started, I would love it if, if men in general uh, could start to see anger as a symptom rather than a solution. A lot of people, men, especially, I think get to anger and they're like, I am angry. And that is what's going to happen now. And I think it would be amazing if we could all come to anger as a cultural touchstone and hit it and be like, why did this happen? Like what in me is responding this way? What am I afraid of? Uh, What am I insecure about? And uh, if we, if we could all do that, that would be pie in the sky. That would be incredible. And, um, and, and if that, if that doesn't happen, which, you know, it's a big ask. I hope at least uh, people can use it to, suss out some of the people that are maybe in their lives um it can be a a great defense mechanism to i think know what to say to you know figure out if people have buttons that turn into explosions
1: kyle prue award-winning author which we didn't even get to talk about um a comedian and actor and uh tiktok star tiktok comedian tiktok famous uh thank you so much for chatting to me on the hookup
0: thank you so much for having me
1: He might be the ultimate pick-me boy, but he is very wise. I'll give him that. Uh, Also, how funny was it that he got triggered by that goose comment? I love that this series came about from his own experiences and the fact that he used to get so angry about certain things that were said to him. Um, But anyway, I hope you didn't get triggered by this episode too much or if you did, go away maybe learn from it and send it to anyone who you think needs to listen to it. I'll catch you next time.